Come on, Chris Breezy. Before the assault. Did I really just start like that? Fuck it, why not? As we trim the tree, Same, boy. I love hearing Chris Brown sing back then because he used to have that strong ass lisp. They did. He was still trying to figure out his speech. Shouts out to Chris Breezy, man. Go ahead and give us a classic, man. Through the night. Sing, boy. Which version do you prefer? Chris Brown. I like both of them. I like both of them. But I mean, I hear that one more. But I I don't prefer either one. I can fuck with both of them. Whichever one more at a time. I gotta go Donnie, man. That, that's the one. I, I like this little version. It's cool. Yes. It, it don't hit like the original one hit. I, I gotta be that guy. Sorry. Whatever. Y'all will be alright. Presents and cards are here. My world is filled with tears. Say, boy. Well, I love some Christmas. Don't, 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 don't do the people like that. I, I'm not no singer, bro. You're the singer, sir. Let's go ahead and intro this know, podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the next installment of Blastic. It is me, your host, Louis B, and your boy, K-Rob. We are back for another one. We are back for a Christmas episode. Like we can do, only mm-hmm. in Blastic fashion, man. Mm-hmm. We was trying to figure out um, a couple movies that we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Some shit happened, and uh, yeah, I... Last week was last week. I hope y'all enjoyed the Idlewild episode, too. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my personal favorites. One of my personal favorites, most definitely. We had to figure out our way around uh, copyrights and issues like that. So now we know that Universal Movies, we can't fuck with. So we hope that y'all enjoyed the audio mm-hmm. um, that we gave y'all for that. And as for always, man, make sure y'all are checking out Blastic on all streaming platforms. We are everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, YouTube, if you got, if you want to see your visuals. Listen, man, we are everywhere. So, right. this week's movie, man, we wanted to do a, a Christmas classic, a Christmas Blastic, if you will. And we wanted, we, we decided on this Christmas. This Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, a Blastic like none other. I love this movie simply because, to me... I feel like we had movies, we had good holiday movies in the 90s, mm-hmm. and then somewhere it kind of just fell flat. Like, the holiday genre fell flat. And that's like a, that's, let's just face it, that's probably one of the easiest movies you could do. Like, it's it's a holiday film, it's guaranteed gonna get played at this time every year. Right. And I just don't know how Black Hollywood just fell flat. I think that's what I think is basically what you said is once you make a couple of them, you're used to seeing that same movie. So you can mm-hmm. just go back and watch Home Alone or whatever the fuck you're watching. It's you don't feel the need to watch it until that demand becomes high. Mm. And the nigga was like, well, where are the niggas celebrating Christmas at? So. Yeah. And then we got like two or three of them now. And so now we're watching the two or three comparing the two or three. When it's time to make our other ones few down the line. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. probably what it is. Yeah. So yeah. this Christmas dropped, I think, oh shit, was it 06, 07? It was, oh yeah, you know, I'm coming with the black facts for Go you, bro. So it. yeah, so you know, the black, fa- uh, the black facts would be, let's see, I'm sorry, I'm coming with the facts on you. So 
I'm sorry, hold on. I got two separate things. It's bad when you did it in a long time. Okay, yes, yeah, so uh, this Christmas did actually release in 2007. To be exact, it was released November 21st, 2007. That's the perfect time, and of course, because you lean into Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, and the budget was $13 million. You want to guess how much it made? How much did it make? It made damn near $50 million. So that's 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 actually perfect for yeah. that type of movie. Of course, they're not going to open like a Marvel movie or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So um, go ahead and we're going to shout out the cast real quick. The cast is star study. We got Loretta Devine. We got Delroy Lindo. We got Idris Elba. We got Regina King. We got Sharon Leo. We got Columbus Short. Mm -hmm. We got Laura London. We got Chris Brown in like maybe his first big movie. I think he did... Stump the Yard was right before, before. that. Right, but same man, year, and then that was two Christmas minutes drop. of a bullshit ass scene. Hey man, that's it not counts. Right. He was on fire. Bro, I said big movie. <laughs> we also got Lance Alonzo. We got the late great Ricky Harris, and we also got David Banner and Mackay Pfeiffer as well. Honestly, that was a little. It was a small little uh, Stump the Yard reunion because you got Columbus Short, Chris mm -hmm. Brown, and Lance Alonzo. So. Oh, I forgot he was in that movie. Yeah, as it's well. pretty interesting to see how you know. Same same studio, same production people, and, you know, they right. kind of picked the same people for the same movies. This, I, I love how they used to do that back then, because right. nobody gave a fuck. Like, I think everybody now is just like, ah, oh, he did this movie this year, we can't put him in this shit. Well, like, yes, if you, you fast forward a few years later, you also had Regina King, and you also had um, Dara Lindau in uh, The Heart of They Fall as well. So, yep. I mean, they, and to the, that's, oh, and Idris, that's Idris Elba as well. Yep. They were all in Heart of They Fall. Yep. So yeah, that's pretty dope. The movie made money. That was a great cast, great cameos. Um, it had decent award nominations, not that that matters. MTV Award Breakthrough Performance for Chris Brown, of course. Image <laughs> Award for Loretta Devine, they was nominated for that. Chris Brown was nominated for that. But the one that actually got one kind of took kind of piqued my interest, and mm -hmm. she's great in the film. The Asian Excellence Award went to Outstanding Actress in the Movie, Sharon Leo. So that means she's like half Asian. And that kind of threw me off. Nah, she looks like she could be mixed, but Sharon Leo, and that's another thing I'm going to tap on when we get into the actual movie. That is so interesting. She is great. And huh. the idea that the only award that was won was one outstanding actress in the movie at an Asian Excellence Award. That's crazy. Wow. That, that's crazy. Huh. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and give y'all a Roger and Ebert movie review because, of course, they have one. Right. So let me see how this thing starts off. Let me see what he says. Ha. <clears throat> I'm not going to make this mistake of trying to summarize what happens in this Christmas. If you see it, you'll know what I mean. I'm not even talking about spoilers. I'm talking about all the setups as the Whitfield family gathers for their first time in four years. Everybody walks in the door with the secret. And my dear, the head of the family has two. She has divorced her husband and is living with her boyfriend, Joseph. Almost everyone in the family secretly knows her secrets, but nobody knows most of the others. That was boring as hell, Roger. What the hey, fuck was that? Well, you, again, this is, again, you had to, see, that's why I don't take so much stock in that type of shit. I wanted him to all, give us some petty shit, like some. I think that is petty, because you got to think, first of all, you. First of all, you talking about an old dude who's seen every almost every fucking movie. It's his job to see every movie. And <laughs> yeah. then you got him and then you got him speaking on black situations pretty much. So yeah. it's like when they come to these type of movies, you gotta pick and choose who you're gonna listen to. <laughs> yeah. Fuck all that weird shit. Let's go ahead and break <laughs> down this movie, man. So, listen, I, I'm I'm already I'm starting off 
here because I don't like the name Madeer. I think that who call who uses that in in black. I think, I think that's. Have a, you heard of that before that movie? Yeah, I mean, Madeer. I, I don't know. I mean, I. It, um, a black man wrote this, so I'm gonna play say, off of Madea and they No, use this it? is way. I think this is way before that. I, I really do think that's probably like some old. If anything, Tyler Perry kind of took that, and I think we just know that from Tyler Perry. Now he made <laughs> he's made that mainstream, but I'm pretty sure that is some. You know, we we, we have some off the wall names. So but yes, I'm gonna tell you now, bro. I up? don't remember all the character names. Oh no, I got you. So okay. Madeer is basically the matriarch of the Whitfield family. Mm-hmm. She got six kids, six kids by this nigga named uh, who was his name? Michael they Whitfield. All, yeah, senior. they all they call him senior. I remember that. Yeah. I caught that this time. Um, Joe, who is played by Delroy Lindo, mm-hmm. is her man. You know what I'm saying? They've been together for fucking ever, and I think it's the most interesting thing that they're trying to hide the fact that they live in the house. So pretty much, this is what happens. Madeer is with uh, Michael Whitfield Senior, right? Mm-hmm. So Michael Whitfield Senior is a musician. He says, "Fuck my family and my six kids and my wife. I'm going to pursue my music career." Them niggas don't. The family don't even know where this man is at. They don't know where he's been at for like the past twenty odd something years. I think so she Madea, knows though. I think she knows. I think that was one point. She, I don't know. I think I remember saying she knows. I don't because I, I really feel like she's just like I don't know where this nigga at he, he's like it's just a weird really weird situation so he just left the family mm-hmm. um and Joe lives with her like I said earlier they have they've been living in the house this whole time Joe has literally been in the picture since some of these characters were kids mm-hmm. so it's kind of weird how like they're trying to hide the fact that they live together all the kids are grown they know that they live together so they're just watching them play this whole charade, but that's another story for another day. No, I think we need to get into this because I, I do believe this is something that in the black community we tend, this is what I was saying before we started. I think that's something that's a curse in the black community. I think that's, I, and it gets towards the end of the movie, it's her. It's really her. I think the problem is not the kids. I think it's her. Oh, no. The problem was it's definitely, definitely her. It's her. <laughs> it's one other person, but it's Because she was doing too much and you didn't have to. Right. It's like, we know. Her. Yeah. So, basically, just like in, uh, in all these Christmas movies, fam. Or family the, the, movies. In yeah. Them. Christmas family movie. Everybody's getting together for Christmas. And, of course, everybody getting together for Christmas. Everybody has their own individual stories mm-hmm. that just kind of set this shit off. So, you have Quentin Jr. Um... I said Michael Whitfield. His name is Quentin Whitfield. <laughs> um, that's why I said I'm not even going to try Idris. to remember their names. I'm not even going <laughs> to try to remember their names, bro. So, <laughs> listen. My boy, Quentin, played by Idris Elba, he is a, he's the, I would say he's probably the black sheep of the family. He's also a musician. The oldest. He's a musician. He's the oldest. Mm-hmm. And he... He pretty much followed in his dad's footsteps. He's not around like that. Um, so I keep that tabbed over. Mm-hmm. Lisa is the oldest girl. She mm-hmm. feels like she runs the family. But honestly, it's her husband that is really the plug in her head mm-hmm. with all of her decision making. We'll get well, to she that later runs, too. She runs her actual blood family. Mm-hmm. She, she makes everything run. The family business. We got the dry cleaning business. But her own family, she kind of. You know, ain't running shit. She's, up, she's like the homemaker type. <laughs> Claude, who is played by Columbus Short, he is a Marine who basically, in order to get to the family's house this year, he goes AWOL. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. <laughs> and his secret is that he's hiding the fact that he's dating a white girl. Married. Engaged. She, <laughs> no, he's married to a white girl. 
which I thought they kept. I, they, if, it was too much in that part, right? If it was, if it was any Nick pick, which I don't do, I don't like everybody's reaction. Because it wasn't that being, deep. No, I don't even like him hiding her. Like none no, of this is that deep. <laughs> nah, I didn't. That was the only part I was like, even in 2007, this might be a little too much. Yeah. But go ahead. Kelly is the middle child. She is played by Sharon Lil. Um, she's, she's the middle awesome child. Dude. She's like an ad director for an agency out in NYC. She doing good. So, of course, to get her to come back for Christmas, you know what I'm saying, this is a big deal. Yeah. Um, she's her great. and Lisa, they butt heads as sisters normally do. So, those are the two sisters that. And they bicker all the time. They One of them has to be right in every situation. So that's who she is. Um, Mel, who is played by Lauren London, she, to me, is the most least problematic character of the entire thing. Listen, Shawty is a college girl from Spelman. She met her at Morehouse nigga. And she just coming back for the holidays to just chill. Yeah, she has means. no storyline that is well, problematic in yeah. any way. She right. just coming home from school. I love that about her. Right. Um, and then there's Baby, who is played by... Uh, Chris Brown. We mm-hmm. already know what he do. Um, I think the thing about him, he has a special gift that we'll talk about in a little bit. So, of course, all of the family has gotten together there at the house. Everybody's, you know, trying to figure out what the next couple of days is going to be looking like. Everybody's good. Mm-hmm. Um, they're having a little get together that night, you know. Um, I love that they're doing the little Soul Train dance line. It's, it's really certain points in the movie that just make me happy to be black. And you just see blackness Mm -hmm. going through the screen in certain points. But a big part of this, Quentin Jr. pops up at this at at this get together. You know, they wasn't expecting Quentin to come. So he pops up. I'm going to just say this nigga popped up just to just to lay low. He did not not pop up to hang with the family. Being with the family is just. A plus at the moment. He's trying to hide because he owes some bookies. He owes some niggas about twenty to twenty five thousand dollars. This yeah, niggas in some serious debt, mm-hmm. and these niggas been looking for him. They've been trying to find him. They can't find him now because he's hiding at the family house. He was originally where he was in. He the movie takes place in L.A., which I absolutely mm-hmm. love because yeah. I don't think you get a lot of those Christmas movie in L.A. But I forgot where That's he came from. So I thought that was uh, that's my favorite time, you know. Part who knows where that nigga was coming from? He I was forgot. he it doing was a, what his dad doing. It was a train. It was a train ticket to maybe New York or something. I feel yeah. like it was in New York or something like that. But yeah, you're 100 percent right. He ends up there. Laying low, they didn't yeah. expect them, and you know everybody's starting to file in. I think the big thing, I think the big problem is the mom has been with the boyfriend, and now she's getting older. They're getting older. They have this big house. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do with the family business, mm-hmm. and so they have to take a family vote. So everybody got their own thing. You know, Lisa uh, Regina King's her husband wants her to go ahead and uh, sell it. But of her course, husband wants her to right. sell the family business. Cheating this nigga's not the family. He's right. family, but he you're subject to change. Right. <laughs> Cheating husband on top of that. And Sharon Leo, whatever her name, her characters. The cast is so big and just so perfect. Like I don't remember the characters' names. I'm not it's gonna lie to y'all. They're just and, and they're just so perfect. I just know them by name. Sharon Leo, she 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 doesn't like the husband. Mm-hmm. She goes back and forth with the with the sister and so she definitely doesn't like the husband she's like no nah, we're not selling shit you're getting this from your but you're kelly your, she she sees through her husband her, oh, through uh, lisa's husband's bullshit like she sees through that we'll talk about but that. she don't but see the thing is she don't have a nigga so it's hard for you it's, it's hard for no here you go here you go though not for not long but at this moment i was i was 
think I'm trying to think like a woman. It's hard for someone to take your advice when you don't have that individual. That's why I don't give out uh, relationship advice mm -hmm. if I don't have a girlfriend. Yeah. And so she's like, fuck you. You don't even have a, a husband. You ain't got no nigga. So you can't tell me. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. That's what we're going to do here. So the family <laughs> is trying to figure out what they going to do for the night. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to get into a vibe. Before that, baby has said, hey, I'm about to go meet up with a little chick. You know what I'm saying? We about to go do what I'm going to do. The family's also trying to figure out what the fuck they going to do for the night. They said, hey, let's go to the club. Same club that they went to is the same club that they that they they discovered that baby can actually sing and that mm -hmm. he can sing his ass off just like it's it's something in that family bloodline that music is gonna be in that family bloodline so it's one of them situations where baby he doesn't he he knows what his dad did he knows the reputation that his brother has and he don't he don't want to tell his mama that he's thinking about pursuing music. Because he's hella talented at it. And this shit is, I'm telling you, and then this is a little bit me personally. Yeah. This shit is so real because you got, because I grew up, my dad, you know, he dabbled in music and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I don't know what happened with it because I was young. Yeah. That shit didn't pan out. So when I decided that I want to get into entertainment, me not having children or anything like that to hold me down. Originally, I was kind of told, nah, that's not going to work. Look at your pops. Oh, wow. So this that's very, that's a very real thing. Wow. And that's what I went back and saw on the second viewing. So, I mean, that's just my comment on Don't that. tear up the black household. Let it thrive. But, I mean, <laughs> it's just a cycle, man. You got mom's uh, son, boyfriend. You got all this shit. Mm -hmm. You know, she's trying to hold uh, the young man to here because the other son left. And she can't marry the fucking husband because she's trying to keep everybody there. If I was an old nigga, I'd have been gone. If I was a Zelda, I'd have been get the fuck gone. I'd be gone, bro. Yeah. Now that yeah. I think about it, yeah. Um... What's crazy, continuing on with the story, shit, of course, everybody know Baby can sing now, so it's mm -hmm. like, oh my God, you know, we gotta tell mama, we gotta tell mama, don't tell mama shit, don't do that. Right, just be quiet. <laughs> um, in the midst of this, my boy Claude is just, you know, the folks still don't know that his girl is white, and still don't know that he really is AWOL right now, but he ends up getting arrested. As shit happens, like, fam, the you cannot fuck around with the military. Mm -hmm. They will find you. So what do you think the biggest dis the disconnect there was? They was married or white? Because I think it was like a mixture. Because I, I, I don't know. Like, what was the biggest disconnect? Like, oh, she, he's married or she's white. I couldn't really tell. That she was white. You think so? Yeah. I don't know, I, they I tried to play that shit I think a lot hard. of them was like, a lot of them was like, oh, he's married. And then there was a point where it was like, you got this bitch in a hotel. That's why it kind of switched for me. Like, everybody's in this fucking house right now. Bring your wife. That's on him, though. That, I, he was playing around. I think, I was like, I was like, again, we'll get around to that movie, too. Him, I was like, fuck you here. Fuck you in this movie, bro, because you're not being a real nigga right now. At stand -up all. Nigga. At all. And I was like, I hate any of white viewers, but I'm like, I know that's not how y'all let niggas old. Like we're not staying at the hotel. Like that's wow. <laughs> it's not happening. You got like the that. bookie staying at your fucking mama's house. Everybody step. We got to get around to that. But <laughs> I'm jumping ahead. But go ahead. <laughs> nah, you good. You good. <laughs> so basically, we already talked about Kelly and Lisa. Their right. uh, their bickering asses. Mm -hmm. So just like Kevin said earlier, listen, Kelly is on to Shotty. He's he's on to she is on to. Uh, Lisa husband shit like I know that when you taking them phone calls you talking to some bitch I know that when you're leaving we're only here for like a week 
and you just so happen to have to go to New York these couple days. Like, I know what you're doing, my nigga. I know what you're doing. So, of course, Lisa ain't trying to hear that shit. They end up having a big-ass scene where they're, like, scuffling in the yard and that shit like great. that. Which was great, because that, that, that's great. just what happens. That's just what happened with sisters. Mm -hmm. So, continuing on with the story. Listen, she finds out that shit is getting crazy. She finds out that her husband is an ain't-shit nigga. She takes his fucking car and just runs it off of a cliff. <laughs> and that shit was fire. <laughs> did, don't try that shit. Don't do that. Don't try that at home. That's I will say that. Don't that's try movie, it. movie. You're going to get your ass in jail later. Results may definitely vary. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So, of course, you know, she found out that he cheated. She did that shit. And she wasn't done with him. He, he came back home thinking shit was sweet. Thought he was going to get him some sex. Went to the damn... Uh, Got in the uh, got in the shower. Shawty put some baby oil on the floor. This was probably one of the best scenes I've seen in a while. Like at that point, like just getting back at a nigga. I think that was some fly ass shit. That nigga got out the tub and is just going crazy on the floor, and she whooping his ass. You saw when he got up, she got the fuck on though, right? She said, "Once this nigga get up, I got to get the fuck on." If he's ever able to get up. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that was. I think that was a dope scene. That was, and I think at that point. At that point, Regina King was still underrated. At that mm -hmm. particular point, I remember in that movie, like literally, she's still an afterthought at that point. And yeah. I'm talking about just as far as career rise. And that's, that's, oh, she's definitely that made them right here. at the tail end of the boondocks, maybe right when that was starting. But she definitely gonna get her flowers here definitely. on Blastic. But of course, with all of that information that we just told y'all, Listen, Lisa has her own mind now, so we not selling the cleaners no more. I was, a, I, I had fell, bumped my head, my nigga had my head wrapped around his finger. No more. Got my mind back. That's not happening. So, getting back to Quentin. Listen, he's still owing his money, and like Kevin said earlier, we getting into a situation where the bookies are now at the house because they found out where you are, but... Mm -hmm. The house is just so filled with love and compassion that these niggas end up staying there and they don't and really know what they're there for. This they're is like my favorite friends. example of a movie movie. I absolutely love it because I could actually, as much as you might sit and say, that's stupid. I loved it. Oh no, because it, it shows you it, it shows you how loving the black family is. Definitely. And depends on who you are, just because what your job is, you still may respect the individual. Yeah. I'm going to whoop your ass, but I'm going to whoop your ass when your mom's and your pop's not mm -hmm. looking. And David Banner was pretty cool in that. Him and the other guy, I've seen him several times before, but yeah. David Banner was pretty cool in that. So while them niggas was sleeping, waiting until the morning, thinking that Quentin was still in his room, Quentin got the fuck on. He said, I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. I'm dipping. His niggas ended up at a train station or something like that. Of course, them niggas figured out that, hey, he's gone now, so they're... They're finding out where he is, and they ultimately find him at the train station. Now, what's cool is that Joe, the whole movie, he's trying to show Quentin that, hey, I'm not your enemy, bro. Like, I've been in your life this whole time. Your mom loves me. I'm not your dad. Get Your dad is a piece of shit. He ain't never say that. But he's like, dog, his whole stance is like, I'm stepdaddy, and I'm, I'm that nigga. And I I've been that nigga. I've been good to y'all. It was Fuck only with me. right. It was only this viewing that I realized how long he had actually been there. Because when they, they the when way he they started were talking, talking about the kids' stories, with right, Quentin, I was like, oh, like, he's been here forever. Right. And the way they talk about it, it was like, oh, they've been there for four years, like living there for four years. But he started talking about like, and this is how you know, like you once you mature, you start listening. He was like elementary school and shit. I was like, right. all right, nigga. 
You think your dad's coming back and he's not. He's coming never coming back. back. <laughs> you come on, and that's the thing I with Idris Elba. I was like, ah, yeah. Well, I gotta say something else about Idris Elba. Ooh. So Joe, he he yeah. ends up coming to say today at that point. Of mm-hmm. course, he wasn't gonna about to get them niggas twenty thousand dollars. He said, "Hey, here's ten. Y'all niggas ain't really built like y'all think y'all built. So take this shit, get the fuck out of here." What I hated was that Idris was still hating on him. He was kind of just like, "All right, appreciate it, bro," and just yeah. got the fuck on. But that's people. That's that. That's part. That's yeah. that's a part of real life right there, and that's how people are sometimes. Yeah, it happens yeah. just like that. So. Um, at this point, shit, Quentin leaves again, and we don't expect him to come back. But mm-hmm. um, now we're at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now this is where shit gets really good, man. You know, most black families they go to uh, they go to church on Christmas Day. So um, when they get to church, somehow, hey, Joe already knows that his that uh, baby can sing. So he thought it would be a good idea that hey, during this service. We're going to try to win your mama over because prior to that, he, he told his mom that he could sing and his mama was definitely not having that shit mm-hmm. according to how things ended up with uh, with with Senior. So, and the brother. Yeah. yeah. So, of course, she wasn't trying to have that shit, but Joe was definitely like, hey, baby, go ahead, get up and sing for us. He gets up, sing his rendition of This Christmas, and he, he makes his mom happy because ultimately she realizes that, hey, I can't stop this nigga from doing this shit. He good. Whatever happens will happen. He sings. He gives us that beautiful rendition. Of course, it's a classic. And, uh, oh, at that point, Claude comes back. They let him back in. He's not arrested anymore. And they know that his girl is white. Mm-hmm. Ah! So Christmas is here, man. Right. Everybody's back at the house and everything is good. Right. Like, yeah, I, when you were just sitting here talking, harmony. right, I, just, I was thinking about something. You know, I think the biggest problem, the biggest disconnect, or the biggest thing that was going on in the movie is Madeira not allowing the black men, a lot of the, specifically the black men, to go. So you got baby, and then you got the husband, and then and then you got uh, what's his name, Claude, mm-hmm. uh, Idris Elba's character to go. But like, she didn't have a problem with uh, Lisa, Lisa, um, Sharon Leo, and she didn't have a problem with uh, Laura London, all of them leaving. A lot of the women mm-hmm. were able to go. And no, that's why I always say it had something to do with the husband. And that's a lot. I think as as us as individuals, as black individuals, we always take like our anger and frustration out on our family mm. based on other relationships. And I thought that that was the biggest thing I noticed as an adult this time watching this movie. And it's just not Christmas. Um, yeah. Did but you have man. any favorite songs? I mean, shit, all the fucking Song? Christmas classics. I, I do I, like when he was singing uh, Just Another Thing. Ah, uh, like, yes, that, was that a dope Otis scene. Redding song. Listen, that was a dope it's scene. a classic right there. That was a dope scene. That was pretty dope. Um, I got to say something about Idris Elba. Go ahead. Got a new pick, bro. <laughs> I saw it this time. I was like, I was like, doubt. Everybody was looking good. Everybody was doing their damn thing, bro. All the women were looking good. Everybody was pretty much clean. Did you see that brother hair, bro? Did you, I think that was a part of his look, though. They wanted him that to look was like he like just me, got off bro. the train. No, I mean, that brother was looking like me in he the early days, He had him a little mohawk. Bro. No, that shit. These, oh, man. It wasn't no mohawk. This nigga just had naps. I, I didn't know what was going on. I, I he had like, the curl naps. No. I was like, bro, come on, man. They horrible. had to make him look like he was damn near like a nomad, like he was in a different place every day, which he kind of was. Right. I, I remember when I seen this movie as a kid, just going back in my mind, it was a great time because, like I said, we hadn't had any good holiday movies that just 
had people flocking out. I think before that, it's considered a holiday movie, but Dream Girls was probably the last movie before that that had people flocking to the theaters around that. Christmas. But that. to just have a, 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 a movie dedicated to the holidays. And you saw, like, right after this Christmas came, you started to see some other movies like Perfect Christmas. I do Almost that. Christmas came right. after that. Produced by so, the same people. Yeah, so yeah, you started to see that, hey, the need for this is important, especially the need to see us in these roles was important because right. the white people gonna give you all them holiday films no issue they're they work like clockwork but we got to get our black people to do the same this and and, and the thing i always notice is like if we go through all the hallmark all this shit that we see on tv lifetime is several christmas movies one that's all the same shit all the mm -hmm. same white people but we said we have so few christmas movies the two we do have and we even do it sometimes. We tend to compare them. And it's like, oh, it's it's a black family. It's a son. And they're Christmas. Yeah. It's the same shit. Well, motherfucker, we have Christmas. I have a brother. I have a sister. Yeah, yeah it's going to be the same. We just had to figure yeah. out how to make it different. And I'm going to say this shit now, too. Universal. Y'all are pissing me up. off. And y'all piss me off when it just comes to overall content creation. It We can't do shit with Universal movies. We would love to do Almost Christmas. We wanted to do a mashup, Together. but there's just no way that we can do that because y'all not going to let us post it. Scary, bro. We, I, I, I think we should just slide some shit in and just come to be talking about the shit. I said, damn, <laughs> I, I, I am. But nah, man. Them niggas um, would be like, this exact minute is where you talked about this Christmas. I'd be like, bro. Oh, right. fuck <laughs> you, bro. But I mean, I, I do want to like kind of throw some people out, like yeah, mention ahead. some people that we didn't quite mention who are great actors. Keith Robinson, Keith Robinson. Robinson played Devin. He was the boyfriend of um, uh, Laura London's character. Mm -hmm. I think he's great. He was also in Fat Albert. I think he was a yeah. very dope person. Dream Girls too. Yeah, he was in Dream Girls too. Ricky Harris, the comedian Ricky Harris. Oh, rest uh, in peace. Right from um, oh. from Dope. From Everybody Hates Chris. He was the cousin that would show Malvo. up every now and then. Yeah, I think he's dope. Yeah. He was an underrated cat from LA. He was like a legend in the game. He was mm -hmm. on like a whole bunch of Snoop Dogg. He's very very deep in the streets. Rap music. He was on Snoop Dogg albums and shit like that. Um, like I say, David Banner, he was pretty dope in the movie. I, I think that's probably one of his first movies. Yeah, just I, I think it was a very good cast. Yeah. yeah, man. I, I think that that's a good ass Christmas classic. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to see if we'll have one more. Nah, because Christmas is next week. This is it, guys. Yeah, this Christmas wise, man. I think that's gonna be it. Yeah, I, man. we like we said, we wanted to do a mashup of shit, but Universal wouldn't allow us to do it. But I mean, I think this is good. We got more Christmases to come, so you know. Yeah, and we're not gonna stop doing this shit, man. Mm -hmm. It's been another episode of Classic. I love doing this shit. I'm so happy to be here. Man, it's me, your host, Louis B. And it's your boy, K-Rob. Merry Christmas, people. And we Wearing that same old shaggy dress. Oh, yeah. Oh, when she gets weary. She's waiting home, just anticipating home.
them try Oh, just a little What I said, a little tenderness. Ha. Oh, na 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 na. It's all you gotta do. It's not. <laughs> oh, just in the mind to know. She has, she has, she has her griefs and cares. Oh, what? Uh, Words, they spoke so gentle, yeah. 